Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fruits Podcast. Uh, this is Tyler. I'm back. Uh, this is kind of an update video and uh, just how things are going. Just to get it off at the top of the show, I might repeat myself a couple times, but I'm planning to record every week now. Uh, it's not going to be interviews every week. I found that to be actually very hard. I don't know a lot of people and scheduling is a difficult thing. Maybe uh, when the podcast gets bigger and I have a little bit more free time, it's kind of a busy time at work right now, uh, then I'll be able to do a lot more interviews. I'm planning on a couple interviews already uh, with a podcaster or two and a YouTuber uh, that I met, a Christian guy. And so... I'm, I'm hoping to get a couple of those people on to kind of spice up uh, the monotony of what I'm going to be talking about. Uh, and I guess I'll tell you right now and then get into what's been going on. But I'm planning on doing uh, a lot of church history stuff. Uh, I'm very interested in church history and I've always been a history person. I love history. Uh, not saying that I remember a lot of history. I uh, get really good grades in history, but I am a very forgetful person. I have, I mean, you can ask my wife, I have my uh, kids' birthdays and my anniversary tattooed on my arm so I don't forget them. Uh, and that's how forgetful I can be sometimes, unless it's a subject that I've gone over multiple times in a very short uh, span of days or hours. And so there's a couple topics that I know pretty well, still don't know all the scripture references to them, uh, but usually if someone brings up the scripture, I can uh, recall what I studied about it. And it's, yeah, it's anyways it's it's been a journey this is gonna be kind of a rambling episode uh so i hope you guys don't mind i probably won't be recording hour-long episodes some may be hour-long some may be 20 minutes some may be 10 minutes it's just gonna kind of depend on uh the time uh how much time i get in in a week uh to devote to a certain subject i write down all my stuff and I've been doing a couple studies. One has been at Bible studies in Romans. Uh, I've gotten in so far about one verse. I'm at Romans 1.1. And I already have like four or five pages of notes just on the one verse. And so I didn't, I, I don't think I want to do a Bible study podcast. Eh, just because there's so many out there. And uh, people with a lot more information uh, about you know, going verse by verse through scripture than myself. But maybe one day I'll bring up uh, a couple Bible study stuff I've had. I'm planning on still doing interviews, uh, maybe not as frequent as uh, earlier episodes. Uh, most definitely not as frequent just because scheduling for interviews is tough and I don't have the most amount of time at the moment. Uh, but I guess, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be doing a lot of church history. And maybe I'll do some topical subjects when 
I haven't completed something on my church history for the week. I have uh, a notebook, almost a notebook full of notes that I've been taking on particular subjects uh, that I find very interesting and am kind of obsessive over, uh, one of which is salvation, uh, the other is the gifts of the Spirit, and people who know me and talk to me know that I I talk about those two things quite a bit, uh, and may have a contrary view to some of those things uh, than them, but a lot of people have been very gracious and uh, very willing, I guess is the word, to talk to me about them. And I try to listen to people's sides. Of course, when you have a lot of people that hold the same view, you usually get the same answers over and over, which, which is good because it gives me an opportunity to think through the answer. And if I've heard, it, heard the question before, the answer before, then I, I have a follow-up and there can be a productive discussion. Uh, some of my discussions haven't been super productive but some of them I, I picture as productive. I don't know about the other person. At least for me, it's been productive to get me to think. And even though in the conversation, people may not think that I'm thinking about what they said, I, I try to go home and think about their point and uh, try to follow in Scripture where they're coming from and then try and exegete whatever passage they've given me to think about. Uh, and see if I've executed it wrong, or if I'm, you know, bringing my own personal opinions or things I've been taught into the scripture, which I think is hard for everyone, uh, and a lot of time people don't see it, including myself, uh, and it's it's good to continually go over some of these things just to make sure that you haven't fallen prey to it. It's very easy, even the biggest theologians. Uh, get stuff wrong like that. I mean, I I disagree with uh, a guy that I, I love listening to and John MacArthur. A lot of people have heard of him, I'm sure. Uh, I disagree with him on a verse in 1 Corinthians 13 uh, about the perfect, uh, when the perfect comes. I disagree with him on his exegesis of it there. And there's some people that I've found that are on my side, and a lot of people that are on John MacArthur's side. And, you know, I still respect him, and I still listen to his stuff, because uh, he seems to be very truthful and upfront, and tries not to be bring his views into it, I guess. Uh, he tries to exegete, at least, you know, we're all human, and I can't tell you if he really is doing that. Uh, but I, I do go over what he says in any sermon or uh, conference that I hear him in. And there's a couple, there's a lot of other people that I listen to. It's not just John MacArthur. A lot of people hear me quote him. If you ask my wife who my most quoted person in person is, uh, it's probably not John MacArthur. But if you ask a lot of my family members, it might be John MacArthur. Uh, a lot of my friends, it might be R.C. Sproul's, uh, and my wife, it's probably James White that I quote the most, but uh, to some other people, I, I listen to a lot of Odie Bach, I listen to uh, a lot of uh, Andrew Rappaport and Justin Peters, and, you know, there's a litany of people 
that I try to listen to. Even a couple of Matt Chandler's sermons, even though I disagree with him a lot more about his stuff than, you know, the other people. Or John Piper, I listen to him, uh, and I disagree with him. And Dr. Michael Brown, you know, is a... I guess he's... Cult, not culturally, ethnicity is Jewish, and he grew up Jewish, and he's a charismatic, I think, not a Pentecostal, he's a charismatic, uh, and I disagree with him a lot, but I think through the past couple months, I've learned to uh, get along more with people that I disagree with, and I think a big, a big example of that uh, is John MacArthur and is James White, who you know, is on a team sometimes in debates with Dr. Michael Brown, and those two disagree about a couple different things. Or like, uh, uh, I forget the guy's name, but he's from Carm.org, and Andrew Rappaport disagreed about a lot of things, but they still agree on a lot of other things. And I think it's just been very helpful uh, to see other people that are in the Christian faith that disagree with each other but can still fellowship and uh, they still have you know that that baptism into Christ family that uh, holds them together even though they disagree and they're passionate about their disagreements but they're also very compassionate about the other person and loving and yeah I mean that was a little bit of a rant but uh, I wanted to this episode to kind of get into what's been going on with me even though I you know I don't want this podcast to be about me I want it to be about uh, the Bible and about well now it's going to be a lot about church history so a lot of people that discuss the Bible I guess Uh, I think there's a lot that we can learn about from church history Uh, even though a lot of church history figures are wrong uh, about a couple different things and some of them are very right about a couple things and I think it'll be interesting to see kind of how we get to the point we're at today uh, and I think I want I want to do some older uh, fathers of the church history uh, like Athanasius and Augustine uh, Polycarp you know the guys who were like I mean Polycarp was I believe, a disciple of Mark, uh, John Mark. And so it's only, you know, like 70 years after Jesus or something is when Polycarp became a Christian. So he was very close to uh, the Bible and, you know, still around when some of the disciples and some of the apostles were still around. So I think those would be very interesting to go in depth on those, uh, but also look at some guys who are kind of in the middle of church history, I guess, like Martin Luther, you know, that was a, a big thing that happened there with the Reformation. Uh, I, I, in my personal opinion, we wouldn't be where we are today without uh, the Reformers and obviously Martin Luther, because he's the one who's kind of started the Reformation, uh, but also guys like George Whitfield. Uh, John Calvin, for some reason, (laughs) I know the other people's names, oh no, this isn't good if I'm going to do a church history podcast, Uh, Charles Spurgeon, uh, Jonathan Adams, Jonathan Edwards, 
uh, guys like that uh, in the middle of church history and you know people that are a little bit closer to us but not exactly in our time period so I mean I might do something on Billy Graham he, he would be probably the closest I would get to us I might do something on you know like uh, T.D. Jakes and John MacArthur and you know guys that are in our generation but I don't think that'll be for a long time there's quite a few people I want to get through before I get too modern and I think I think my first episode this upcoming one is going to be one that uh, I'm doing a study on the charismatic uh, movement and on spiritual gifts and so one of the big people involved in that was Mary Baker Eddy and I you know a lot of people don't know who she is and I want to discuss her and her mentors and kind of what she did uh, in church history quote unquote it you know it wasn't too long ago when she was alive so uh, but big big proponent of Christian science which like I've heard John MacArthur first quote uh, here is Christian science is neither Christian nor science just like grape nuts it isn't grape it isn't nuts so I I didn't do that quote justice but uh, it cracks me up every time he says it and anyways Mary Baker Eddy that'll be the hopefully the first episode this next upcoming week I'm hoping to release them on Wednesdays so stay tuned for that and I may have little short uh, things like this of me talking just about things about things I've been interested in and stuff like that if if you you know want to keep up with me I mean a lot of people that listen to this are my friends and family uh, I know I have a couple listeners in Germany so hopefully you guys can understand and uh, are interested in this person in the United States that is talking to you but yeah I've so like I said I've had conversations with people and I want to talk about those conversations not the uh, the content of them and this isn't uh, geared towards any one person that will probably listen to this I mean like I said everyone who listens to this mainly is my friends and family and then a couple people in Germany uh, and maybe another person in the US I, I can't the analytics don't tell me exactly who listens but uh, I know at least a couple people listen because they've talked to me about the episodes so it's not geared towards anyone uh, and some of the things that have happened uh, have happened more than once so if you're thinking and you're like oh he's talking about me I might be, but I might also be talking about a couple other people because my experiences have been quite uh, similar. Not not a lot of difference when it comes to the experience of talking to people, which is interesting. You know, usually when you talk to people about, I don't know, politics, you get a lot of different opinions and maybe about the same person like uh, recently Joe Biden you know, some people hate him, some people love him, uh, some people are indifferent, some people don't like some of his policies, but are like, hey, you know, God's put him there, so we gotta, you know, we, we gotta listen to him, or 
we we have to fight against them or uh, it's judgment for our country you know in politics you get a 30 different answers from 30 different people so uh, but when it I've found when it comes to the Bible at least in the circles I run in you don't get a lot of differences which is good in some sense uh, it means that the body of Christ is very united and uh, that in some cases we've all heard the same thing or have all learned the same thing uh, but it's also at the same time not worrying but just I don't know I don't know how to say it I'm not the best with words you know doing a podcast and all that but uh, it just kind of makes you think that if everyone's giving you the same answer and then you go through the Bible and you're trying to read it in a in a truthful way in a non-biased way and you come up with a different answer and you talk to people about it and then they say that you're wrong and here's why and then everyone has the same answer and it's not the bible it's not a bible verse which a lot of people have given me bible verses uh, and sometimes they exegete them which means to uh, pull the truth out of them uh, but for a lot of the times people are eisegeting them which is putting something into them that's not there and eisegeting you know it isn't it isn't so blatantly obvious it's not like someone reads uh oh man if I could think of a good verse for an example I'm horrible at examples but it's not like someone reads something like uh God created the world and then they are isogeting something into it saying well it says God created the world but we have to take this in a poetic sense that God didn't really create the world he used other beings that he created beforehand to make this uh, or that uh, oh Mormonism that's a good example uh, that you are saved by grace through faith after all you can do is what a Mormon would say uh, because it's it's in their Bible and that would be isogeting a passage throwing something in and that one's very blatantly obvious because Christians don't use the Mormon Bible uh, and I'll, I'll take a very hard stand on that a practicing Mormon someone who is true to their faith uh, is not a Christian. Uh, now, that's not saying that someone can't be saved in spite of Mormonism and that there can't be Christians in the Mormon faith, but in my personal belief, I don't think a, a true Christian would stay in there willingly and uh, be shepherded by a Mormon leader. But anyways, isogeting, exegeting. So a lot of the times, like I said, when I talk to people, it's not so much this is what the passage says in just a plain sense but this is what the passage says here's my thoughts behind it here's the rationale here's another proof text to prove this text is talking about this and not about what you're saying and like 80% of the time 80-70% of the time something like that uh, 
it's the same answer. Which, which to me, like I said, it's not always a bad thing. Sometimes it's like, okay, that's, that's good, this person. And usually, I would say in my case, that usually when a person gives me a different answer, it's maybe the same verse, but it's for a different reason, which that tells me that the person's probably done a little bit of study on it and, uh, you know, has looked into it. And there's been a couple people that have done that and given me a different answer contrary to mine. And so I have to be able to answer. I don't have to. I mean, you can always say, I don't know and think about it, but I usually that's not the case and it's usually they give me an answer and it's one that I've heard multiple times and so of course the first person that I asked a question uh, is usually my wife and she I mean I don't I don't mind calling her out she's my wife and I don't know if she listens to it to this podcast I don't even know if she knows I'm doing an episode right now but it's usually my wife and usually Uh, at least a couple months ago, she would give me the answer that everyone else would give me. And so I was like, okay, she's a good barometer. Let's see what everyone else says. And then I'll ask everyone else. And like I said, 80 to 70 to 80% of the time, it'll be the same answer just like my wife gave. Now I, now I can't do that because, uh, my wife agrees with me on a lot more things than what what she used to, and I agree with my wife on a couple things where I've admitted to her I was wrong. Uh, but that being said, I, I, I found it interesting. It's been an interesting time asking people questions and seeing what they said. Now, there has been a couple times that it's really discouraged me and I, I, you know, I'm not trying to get a trail full of tears here from anyone, uh, but it's discouraged me. A couple of the times it's encouraged me, what people say. And, of course, that's life. That's how it's going to be. Sometimes you'll be encouraged. Sometimes you'll be discouraged. And, you know, you just have to keep on moving and not take too much offense to it and know where you stand and know how to relent and know how to buckle down on some subjects. Uh, but there's been not a bunch of times, but more than once, that I've been called a non-Christian, which, you know, it, it catches me off guard when that happens and like I said it doesn't happen all the time it's only happened more than once so you know no more than three times at least uh, so not a whole bunch of times let, let I would say less than five percent of the time because I've had a lot of conversations and usually about the same subject uh, if not the same two or three subjects just in a different format but it's only been like you know more than once less than five times that I've been called a a non-Christian, an unbeliever. And it it does, it did get to me. It doesn't so much anymore. And I think 
why it did get to me so much is if if you've listened to the first episode of this podcast uh, when I was younger I went through a lot of uh, second guessing or doubting or insecurity about my salvation so it 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 took me back the first time it happened it took me back to those days uh, questioning myself and it hurt the first time Uh, and I you know I've I've done it uh, once to someone else and I think I had good grounds to say it and I'm sure the person who said that to me had you know in their mind good good grounds to say it Uh, maybe in their view something I said would count me as a non-christian which is fine that's you know that's their view uh, about that subject but it it was a wake-up call also in a sense where I I had to be sure not of my salvation I'm I'm I am very sure of that, but it, it was more of a wake-up call of, you have to know what you believe, and if you believe that there's a, you know, a 10 to 20% chance that you aren't saved, then you gotta test yourself. And it's not to say that even when you're 100% that you don't test yourselves. I, I, I take, you know, that, that very seriously of testing myself. And it's not like there's a couple days in the week that I may think, oh man, am I really saved because I did this certain thing or that certain thing. And more than, more often than not is what I'm trying to say. It's usually after you sin. Or when you're about to sin. uh, That you think those thoughts. And so... It did catch me off guard the first time. Uh, The times after that, not so much. It was more... Like a questioning of... Why would someone say that about what I just said? Like, I feel like what I just said wasn't... Cause for doubting someone's salvation... And I've, I've learned through the last couple months to not do that myself with other people. And that's all, that's, that's been a problem of mine for a long time. Uh, not coming, <clears throat> excuse me, not coming out and saying that to someone, but thinking it. Uh, that, oh, they, they don't believe this certain subject, so, you know, they probably aren't a Christian. But it's, it's, taken a little bit for me and I'm not saying that I don't still do it uh, but I try not to in my mind think that Uh, because Christians will have disagreements and you know C.S. Lewis as much as I disagree with him on some of his theology uh, there's a way in which I agree with him on uh, the fundamentals of Christianity, that if you believe that Christ, that Jesus, sorry, <laughs> there was a motorcycle and I got teared up there, uh, that Jesus died for the sins of his people 
and that you believe uh, if you repent and believe sorry that you'll be saved those are kind of essential and if you find someone that doesn't believe that then okay now you can question uh, and that that's kind of how I how I try to approach the subject is just because someone doesn't agree with me on this point doesn't mean they aren't a Christian it just means they don't agree with me on this point and they may have a perfectly good explanation of why they don't and maybe they don't have scripture maybe they do uh, and you know I, I don't blame them for it and it's not like I expect to have this theological answer out of everyone uh, and maybe you don't have a answer to it but maybe you I say something to you and you're like well I don't have any scripture to back this up but uh, this is what I believe and I hope, you know, I hope he doesn't mind me saying his name, but me and my brother-in-law, Zach, have disagreements like that all the time. And I don't believe Zach's a non-Christian because he doesn't agree with me on a certain subject. It's not that I agree with him or I just let it slide. I mean, me and him have gone over two or three subjects 40 times that I disagree with him or he disagrees with me. But at the end of the day, we... Well, I don't want to speak for Zach. I think he does. <laughs> maybe maybe he'll talk to me if he listens to this episode. But, you know, uh, we're still brothers at the end of the day. Not, not just in a, being married to uh, sisters in the same family in that sense, but also in Christ, that we're brothers and we can have disagreements and we can have bad disagreements where there's it's not a major issue maybe maybe it is to one of us maybe something's a major issue to one of us and we discuss it and we can disagree and there can be no resolution to the subject and we can come back to it 10, 20 times and there's no resolution but we can go away from it still saying okay he's my brother Christ and we still agree on this. We still agree that Christ died and his blood is the thing that saves me. So all that to say <laughs> basically it was a very drawn out version of that and you know I I don't regret any of the things I said. Uh, I wish I'd worded him better. But that's kind of how my conversations have gone. And there's been very good conversations. I know that was kind of a, an example of bad things that have happened. But there, there's been good things that I've been corrected on. Or things that I go, okay, I need to fix how I think about this subject. Because maybe I've gone too far on a certain subject. And I have to dial it back and come back to the drawing board and look at maybe where I went wrong or if I was still maybe right and just look at it and say, okay, you know, this is a subject that I'm willing to move on. This is a subject I'm not willing to move on uh, because of my convictions. And on top of those things, I mean, a great transition here, but uh, there's also been, you know, things that have gone on in my life. I... I've just joined 
a church, Watermark Fort Worth, uh, not associated with Watermark Dallas, believe it or not. Uh, just went through the class, so I should know. Uh, they w- they were associated with them, should I say, but they're no longer a a sister church. They're an independent church by themselves. Kept the name Watermark. Uh, but I I just joined a church this last week. Went through their two, three classes, sorry, three classes uh, for new membership, and that was a that was an experience. That was a good experience. Uh, I got to test some of the things that I had questions about about their beliefs. I got to learn some things uh, that they believe, and I got to fellowship with other believers uh it was it was a it was a good time i i enjoyed it very much i missed going to service because i like hearing the service and hearing the the people preach and my wife uh said the same thing to me that i'm i i've i've been waiting to go back (laughs) to church because we were in uh the later services is what we've been going to for the classes we usually go to the early ones but we've been going to the later ones for our classes and missing service. And so, uh, not that we weren't getting Bible and teaching while we were in our classes, but just just the atmosphere of sitting under someone to learn and be discipled, uh, we missed a lot. But with our church, they have everyone serve as a member you're supposed to serve uh, on one of their teams so you can you know you can pick what what team you want to be a part of you can switch you can do all that and on top of that they also require you to either take a class or to be a part of a bible study so uh, right now we're waiting to be placed in a bible study so me and my wife are thinking about uh, doing one of their classes. I think it's the uh, uh, it's a Bible study class uh, with a, just a big group of people. And I think the study's supposed to be like an overview of the Bible. It's like a six or eight week study. And so we thought, oh, that'd be you know a good a good thing to go to while we're waiting for our Bible study group. And so I've joined a church. So that's one of the things that have happened in however long. It, I think it's been, haven't uploaded an episode since March. So however many months that is till now, the end of September. Uh, and then we've been going through some things with our kids. Uh, had my son move into his own room by himself now. So that's been a growing adjustment period. Uh, our youngest daughter has gotten her two teeth, so that's always, for the parents out there, a fun experience when the kids are just getting their teeth, uh, late nights, uh, early mornings, and a lot of crying babies, uh, when you go through that, uh, but we've also, you know, had some problems with our cars, my car caught on fire, so that was a fun time for me. I've been driving my work truck, and my father-in-law's been fixing up one of the vehicles that we sold to someone, uh, but they wanted to stop doing payments on it, so they gave it back to us, 
and you know I joked with my wife today because uh, one of our vehicles again started having some problems right after uh, me and my father-in-law changed out a part that was supposed to fix a minor problem uh, the evap system and now our car is acting up like the transmission's going out and I joked with my wife that I think God just likes to to play jokes on us sometimes because it's like we get one thing done and then something happens but then God does something for us and then something happens and it's it's been a fun experience me and my wife are not you know like stressed out about it at all like when it happens yeah we get you know cranky like people do and mad at our cars and <laughs> mad at maybe each other or our children, or whatever, uh, but very quickly, we, we just, you know, go back to, hey, this is in God's plan for our life, and it may not look like a blessing now, but in the future, it'll, when we look back, it, it'll be a blessing, because it's grown us, or we learn something from it, or even maybe we got something better out of it, maybe nothing happens at all, but it's part of God's plan and we we just want to be obedient and you know I've never been a man of a lot of money so uh, my wife's known that ever since we got married I mean I think we were making like $15,000 a year when we were first married and I was in college uh, and so those were fun times we we were we learned to love going to the uh, Mexican supermarket and buying rice and beans for a week and some chicken you know that, those were those were good times we were both in very good shape because we only had rice and beans and chicken and some vegetables if we really wanted to splurge uh, but you know it to me it's it never been a burden to not have a whole lot of money and then of course we start making a little bit more money and then we have a kid <laughs> you know that and that's happened three times and then we we had some money and we bought a van and then got some money stolen from us and then god blessed us to where we could buy a new another vehicle and then that vehicle catches on fire and then uh, we were getting a vehicle back and then our van messes up and you know it's there's been a lot of money that we've had to put into things and god's blessed us very much uh, with not allowing us to go in debt for very long. And so, and my wife knows that puts a lot of pressure on me uh, as as the man, as the provider for our family. But, you know, she, she never can see how much we owe on the credit card, which is good because I think she might get a little bit more worried than I do about that kind of stuff. Uh, but just on the subject of you know struggling and things like that uh, me and my wife have a very simple way of approaching struggles uh, or what a lot of people would call struggles we want to praise God while we're in these things you know we haven't had a lot of highs uh, financially I guess why we've been married 
in other ways, yes, we've had a lot of highs. Of course, our first son and our subsequent two daughters were big highs for us and us, you know, uh, getting into a duplex and us buying cars and uh, us just being able to do some things with our kids and go to church and uh, study the Bible and things like that have been massive blessings. But through the financial troubles, we've learned since we've been married for six years, uh, seven years, around those times, I'm not looking at my tattoo, so I can't exactly tell you yet, but it's within one of those two years, six or seven, I think it's seven, but since being married for that long, not having a lot of money, we've had no choice but to praise God. Uh, it's how I end my prayers with my kids at night is, God, thank you for blessing us, and I pray that you continue to bless us, and that you would get all the glory. Amen. That's how I end my prayers with my kids at night. And it's true. I'm not speaking it into existence. I'm stating the truth that God is blessing us. It may not be in the way that people like to see it, but I, I feel very blessed. You know, I get a, I get to live, and that's a major blessing. Uh, something people may not think about a lot, but I get to live, and I get to know that Jesus died for me. That I'm going to be with Him one day, and all this is just just a speck in the picture of how long eternity is and if I can praise God through it and I can continue to grow in him that it'll all be worth it even if I struggle through things my whole life it'll be all to his glory to show what he can do I may not be the you know a giant mega pastor or a super evangelist or this awesome Christian that Everyone's like, wow, this guy has such great theology. It's blah, blah, blah. But I can I can look forward to, I'm, I'm going to be with him forever. And so I should pray and thank him for the blessings, even the ones that I don't see. Thank him for the struggles uh, that I see in my humanness. Just Just praise him when I don't feel like it. And that's been a that's been a blessing in itself, thanking God for the blessings that He's given me. I know this episode's been all about me. Uh, and like I said, hopefully in subsequent episodes it'll be about church history and about biblical subjects that I enjoy and find interesting. Uh, but one last update. Uh, for those who don't know, I... I've torn my ACL two times in high school, ACL, MCL, and meniscus, uh, all three both times, and recently I jumped off a fence, and I went to the the doctors about a week later, I mean, I could barely walk on it, it was swollen very big, Uh, luckily my parents had my brace that I had from high school, and went to the doctor's the first diagnosis 
excuse me, was that uh, I tore my ACL, and there's a bunch of blood in my knee, and I have a bone broken off in the back of my uh, back of my knee socket, I guess. It was the tibula, is what they were saying. One of the big bones, tibula and fibula, one of the big bones that connect to your knee. And then I had to go get an MRI, then I had to get the blood sucked out of my knee. That was a great time. I hate needles, but luckily that knee is uh, very numb from the other two surgeries I've had, so I couldn't feel it going in, but the if you've ever had stuff sucked out of your joints, it doesn't feel great. Uh, so I had that happen, and then went to go see the surgeon, and he said that, no, there's no bone broken off. I was like, oh, that's great, great news. What other great news you got for me, doc? Uh, and it looks like I may have a slight tear in my meniscus, so not all the way torn, nothing wrong with my MCL but that my ACL is completely gone. <laughs> so that was a shock to me. I thought maybe I just tore it uh, because, you know, it twisted all sorts of ways when I landed. It made me very lightheaded, almost knocked me out just with the shock of it, I guess. But he said I don't have an ACL and I haven't had an ACL probably for a couple years. So... I just jumped off that fence and I landed wrong and just messed up my knee since there was no ACL to hold it there. Uh, that's what it did. So, oh no. Okay, I think that was just my headphones that got pulled out. But me and my wife are praying about it, seeing if we want to do surgery. And as of right now, I'm just walking around without an ACL. Not a lot of pain. Uh, just a lot of weird feeling in my knee so just wanted to update anyone who didn't know about that I think most people uh, within my circle kind of know about that uh, also my friend Ryan is getting married soon so that was a that was a good uh, good news that I got and a blessing from God there that he's getting married uh, to a to a nice girl that I me and my wife like and my kids like which is a good thing uh but I mean, other than that, that's about all that's really been going on. Just been doing a lot of laying on my floor, uh, studying, and watching YouTube videos of sermons and dissecting them and uh, doing my Romans 1-1 that I haven't had time to go to 1-2 yet, but hopefully soon I will. Uh, but I felt like you know, this would be a, a good day to record the podcast. I I was getting to the end of one of my subjects uh, that I'm writing. And so I was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm basically on my last point of my subject, which is like probably four or five, maybe six pages that I'm going to do. And I thought, well, I'll take a break from this uh, on Tuesday and I'll record an episode and let everyone know what's going on and what to look forward in the future so this will be released on Wednesday morning, most likely. Uh, I don't know how many people are still subscribed or following me on Spotify or wherever else this is found. But if you do listen to this, thank you. Uh, you can still go and find me, I think, at uh, at the Fruits Pod on Twitter. Uh, have like almost a hundred followers on there. 
it was my old account from uh, fantasy football stuff. So a lot of people that follow me there are fantasy football people. Uh, but I do have a lot of a lot of Christians that follow me. A couple podcasters that have Christian podcasts. So you know, it's not all fantasy football, and not all my posts are about football. Uh, so hopefully, I'll kind of start that back up and you know get some get some of my podcast stuff on there uh, for anyone who wants to follow me on there. And I'll have to look up the email. I haven't checked it in a while. So I'll look it up uh, and let you guys know. Maybe either in the show notes or next podcast, I'll I'll shout out the email if y'all want to send in any questions. We'll still be doing that. If anyone has any questions or comments, concerns, uh, you can still send them at my email. Maybe listen to the previous episode, and I'm sure I have my email on that episode. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's about it. I did... I did learn there was actually some people that listened to my podcast, you know, uh, that, that was great news. I had more than three listeners, which is what I was expecting. I think my first like three or four episode only had like three or four listeners. And then basically every subsequent episode had like 10. So that was, that was awesome. Thank you guys for listening. And hopefully y'all actually see this episode and listen to it. And let me know what you think, because, you know, I, I want to get better at it. And I, I want to continue to like recording and record stuff that I like. And so now that I kind of have given myself the freedom to kind of do these episodes when I don't have a subject, I think is going to help out a lot because the, that's what it was with the first orientation of orientation. Is that what you would say? First iteration of this podcast was if I don't have an episode, I got to write it down real quick and do some sloppy, you know, work and release the episode. Uh, but now I'm I'm quite ahead. I got almost a notebook full of notes for things that uh, I can bring in when I don't have all my research done and one of the church history things I can do or I can do one of these episodes where I just talk about what's on my mind I didn't even really in this episode talk about any of my discussions I've had with people or any of the things that I've been interested in Uh, it's mainly just been about what's been happening so you know you may get some episodes like this and I hope you guys like it Uh, I'm hoping to maybe the next couple months get a better mic Right now, I'm just having like a little lapel mic. So if it's a little bit too quiet, you can let me know and I'll start speaking up on this or I'll put it closer to my mouth. But I I really do. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and maybe you guys will be interested in the church history stuff. Maybe not. If not, thanks for listening as much as you have. Uh, But if you are interested in that kind of stuff and want to learn a little bit about church history, then, you know, stick around for the upcoming weeks and maybe I'll, I'll learn you a thing or two about a thing or two. I think that's a all state commercial. But anyways, now I will get off because I'm rambling. Thank you for listening to the Fruits Podcast. Have a blessed day.